yo guys what's up i know i don't know why i feel like it's been a while since i've given an episode probably not in this fashion i mean if you're new here hi my name is dominique norales and this is Molasaha, a space where i discuss politics history and art of latin america and the caribbean in a way that only a belizean would now before I get into the meat of the matter, because this is a turn up the thing episode, um, but before I get into that excitement, I have a couple housekeeping things for the week. I hope I'm gonna stay safe for Easter. I sit on the travel unnecessarily and have boat party and all kind of thing. Aling. Please not echo yourself. Please, please rest that, ease off of that. If you could get the vaccine, if you're in one of those categories, you know, the police officer, media house, you know, teachers, those things, please get the vaccine. Please take it if you could. If you have an elder in the house, please convince them to take it one. And two, please facilitate them getting it. I understand that there are some barriers that they're experiencing. Even though um, the vaccine is available, it's not accessible. So they're like transportation and the support while, while being at the center, those type of things. So please just facilitate that. Um, next great news for this week, and I'm not only doing this because my Libra is involved, but because you know I rep Fever One Excellence everywhere. Um, congratulations to Edgar Martinez and my big brother Francis Haas on signing to play college volleyball in the USA at Calumet College of St. Joseph. I know Belize is extremely proud of you too and extremely proud of the work you've put in, but as a big sister, I am immensely proud to see your growth as an athlete you've dedicated your life to this you also know that the belizean podcast farm is pretty pretty supportive um and if you're listening to this you're among the first to know that i will be a guest on the natasha stewart podcast if you haven't listened to her yet please make sure you take some time out to to give her a listener too and there's something for everyone there from trading to politics to designing to everything and so if you have commitment issues like I do, <laughs> you can just pick a couple that appeal to your liking, right? Whatever appeals to you, whatever topics, you know, you're excited about. You can listen to stories about people who have um, tried and failed and triumphed. Uh, so it's a great space to, to just interact with people's stories. My favorite thus far has been the one with Alan Pollard Jr., who is now the Deputy Mayor of Belize City. Congratulations to you, sir, and with Sharice Halsa, who is a journalist with Channel 7 News. Now, her 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 episode was like pretty cool to me because if you listen to where Sharice reports, you know that this girl is dedicated to excellence, like absolutely fucking excellence, right? But then you wouldn't have known that she has been failing forward and just like not doing things when a suit she my girl get good good job and decide mm, i know i don't really like the way this feel dip and i think that that was important lesson for learn for let go even though you feel like you should be doing something by societal standards like if it doesn't work for you left that alone you know um so that that made a really really great episode big up to sharice and all the guests that natasha has had thus far Natasha, homegirl, big up yourself. Um, we're at episode nine. Can you can you believe that? And by the time you hear this, it'll be the end of Women's History Month. I really gotta say thank you to the woman for just doing the damn thing. Big up to my mom, my granny. Yes, big up myself. 
have to say a special shout out to KP's Creations, Woke Eyes, and Central American Art and Beauty for featuring your homegirl on their platforms this month. I really appreciate it so, 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 so very much. It keeps me going, um, especially doing during University of the Stressed Indies Struggle Nation, you know? Keeps me going. Like, I'm feeling a little irked, or at least like irked adjacent, and then these guys bring in their bad vibes? Bro, I'm straight up not having a good time. But moving on, now that we've we've cleared my mind of all of that, I know I started real up, but I have to maintain on the echo myself for Easter. We're not out of this pandemic. Come on. Either way, I um like I said, this is an episode of Turn Up the Ting. And I got to interview Darren Casanova. I was ecstatic and you will hear it during the interview. <laughs> I have been so blessed, right, with like out the gate with this podcast thing. I am probably the hugest Darren Casanova fan. And I got the gift of interviewing him on his birthday. Like I interviewed him on my birthday. Darren is a musician. He is a lover of history. He's a businessman and just an overall great guy. We talk a bit about everything in this one, including where his stage name comes from, which is a very funny story. Um, you'll find out what stays in Darren's cup and by the end you'll know why that company will probably never sponsor me for anything. <laughs> will probably never sponsor me for anything. Um, you'll also find out where the inspiration for, for his music comes from, um, including exclusives about his new track, Hot Clean. Now if you don't listen to Hot Clean, you need to pause this, go to YouTube, type it in, Hot Clean Darren Casanova listen to it and then come back good you do that already so i think if, if you don't understand the gravity of this song man make sure you just listen to the end of the interview and make sure you listen to the song like i serious about that go listen to the song go like it go subscribe to the pages link ali rockstone to it go this go subscribe um for me it's a the song is a dedication to friendship it is a lament on the loss of friends particularly loss of friends to gun violence is really a real into the life of Darren and what he values most in life i caught the meaning early because i've been following this guy for more than half a decade probably like six or seven years like i've been like i bonafide fan and so i caught the meaning early as i heard it and as i saw the video but I think to understand the gravity of the the situation of what what the meaning behind the song is you have to go back right and you have to go listen and watch the jagged video music video from 2015 or 2016 i think it is and then come back and watch heart clean um listen to the lyrics and watch the video and then you'll be able to unlock the message of not only the song and what a stellar musician this young man is, but also what kind of human this man is. I think no one tells the meaning of a song and of their career more than themselves, the creator of the song, the holder of the artistry. Um, and this was really just great for an excellent link up and so much fun to do. Uh, when the man win a Grammy, I could say, yo, I interviewed the man, so. Let me into let me into the party. <laughs> let me in. I wanna go party too. Um I present to you my favorite lyricist, period. 
Daring Casanova, straight out of Harlem, Dangriga. Alright, Alright, so we're here with Darian Casanova. Good morning. Happy birthday. We're recording this on your birthday. Such a privilege. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. And it's such a privilege too to be a part of this podcast as well. So thank you for having me. Dee. Of course, of course, of course. So we'll jump straight into it. Um, tell us about you. Where did you grow up? Um, what experiences made Darren Darren? Yeah. Well, I grew up at Dangriga, the South capital. I grew up you know, in a small community where they call Harlem Square in Dangriga, Belize. And you know, growing up in my area, it was, I mean, a totally different experience. I can't imagine growing up anywhere else. You understand? Um, you know, we had so many father figures in you know, the community. A lot of my best friends I grew up with in that same area. You know, and those experiences I had helped shape the person I am today. So anywhere where I go, anything where I do, I always big up where I come from because it definitely made me the person I am. It definitely made me the artist I am today. So big up Harlem, big up Griga. <laughs> Don't know. All right, great. Well, I I I know that you know there are a lot of great artists that come out of Dangriga, and I think reason that is is just because of the what i call the character development so you can't i i'm a firm believer you can't produce in your art what you have not experienced or what you you do not feel is an experience that is shared so definitely i know that comes out of that dangriga raising um one of the questions i've always had for you is what's in the name so i noticed your name changed a couple times in terms of <laughs> just what you're called in terms of the music that goes there. So what's in the name? Casanova, World Nova, Darin Casanova. Like, why? what happened there? Yo, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know if I can answer that question there. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't know myself. You understand? Okay. Casanova, I don't know where the Casanova come from because growing up, they used to call me Casper. That was my name growing up. Casper, you understand? And I get a, I get a name because I used to have, I used to wear this Casper, the friendly ghost pajama. And I just used to be the lead boy in the neighborhood where I was used to always run boy in a pajama. You understand? First thing that man in the out of the house, why in my pajamas, my Casper, the friendly ghost pajamas every day. <laughs> so older guys start calling me Casper. Okay. You know, when I get older, people drop the purr. People will start calling me Cass. Call me Casper, Cass. Okay. You know, then on the Cass, the Cass, they start calling me Casanova. You understand? They start a lot of things with the Cass. I mean, get a lot more name with the Cass. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I like, all right, I use this name, Casanova. Then I had, why well, I changed it to World Nova at one point, I had problem publishing my music because apparently they have what thousand artists when they Cass. Casanova in this world. Okay. Yeah, so much. Everybody knows about Casanova that New York um, where rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, several other Casanovas, so I'm change it to World Nova. You understand? But um the other day when I released Hard Queen, I said, you know, maybe I should use use my government name and I try and marry it with 
you know, the artist's name, uh, put it together as a right, Darren Casanova pulled out the like that. Um, I, because I always think Casanova is your last name until I found that it was Sabal. Yeah, Sabal. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. So, okay, that's the explanation that I needed, the clarification that I needed. Um, <laughs> well, it works. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, just moving on. So, I see you attended UWE, UWE Mona. Yeah. Um, what did you study and, and did study in Jamaica, which is this sort of cultural mecca for the Caribbean, um, did that change your perspectives on life and, and did that influence your music in any way? Mm. Well, being in Jamaica, just being in Jamaica, it was, it was some, sort of a, some sort of a culture shock to me. First, my first year especially, but you know, I assimilated quite quickly and it definitely did have an influence on my art. It definitely had an influence on my music and it had an influence, you know, just on my, on my maturity as well. You know, I was out there, when did you study away? When you study internationally, basically you depend on one. And you go attest to this, you get away from family and friends, and it could get hard sometimes, you understand? So I had to do a lot of growing up while living in Jamaica. You check it out. The culture over there, very different. I may have to get up to speed, I have to get up to the time. A very aggressive environment, you understand? Everybody. Everybody have go get us very fast space environment too. So all of the things I may have to understand and all of the things I may have to adapt to quite fastly. You know, you ask about the music, how it shaped my music. To be honest with you, it was being in Jamaica musically it showed me that yo, the people talented. Yo, if I wanna do this. You know, I have to step my game up in a kind of way. You understand? I'm kind of get discouraged being in Jamaica. Really? Because I'm the only artist, only entertainers, and to how serious them why take their career, how serious them why take their music, and I like yo. That's how we believe an artist need to start doing. So we believe an artist needs to start taking on this music thing if we really want to make a name for ourselves like that. You understand? But I was basically an observer in that environment. I just sit back, observe, try to soak in whether they feel make I soak in. But you know, for my final yeah, I kind of laid back off of the music and I kind of focused on my studies. So a lot of people don't know. The song that I dropped the other day is one of my first songs in three, almost three, four years. Because, you know, my priorities kind of shifted off music and it went into other things, you know, like my studies and different other things. So basically in Jamaica, I was an observer. I listened, I looked, I learned. And, you know, I got inspired to a certain extent. You know? 
cool because i i mean i've always wanted to study at mona um i i, I i've been to jamaica twice yeah um and i went to the campus and i was like yeah this stuff for me so i always wanted to go to mona and then i'm like you know um then this opportunity came with my scholarship and so i ended up at kfil which i do enjoy but you know pandemic so i can't get the full university experience but um i i love to hear that you what did you study at mona uh, marketing oh okay cool 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 um, if, when you say when you say you wanted to study at Mona, I remember my first time at Mona, right? The first day, I walked on the campus, I like, yo, I will hate this place. <laughs> like, yo, I, I, to the last day, I mean, hate it. Oh my I, gosh. Yo, I hate, that camp I hate that campus up to now. Shocks. I hate that campus. I have a lot of good memories over there. You know, a lot of great experiences over there at Mona. Just a whole stress and the anxiety will come to school. I guess that, that me can't hit the place. You understand? I'm just glad when I graduate, I'm just glad that, you know, that chapter of my life me done and over with. But just that stress and that anxiety where university life brings. Like just being there, like sometime when I go home, I come back, just be, just walking by the campus. I like, oh my god, here I go again. Yes, <laughs> I guess I'm still in the honeymoon phase at university, the first year, right? So probably. <laughs> I mean, the first day, I like, oh my god, I know what it's be. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't regret it one bit. To me, it was one of the best decisions of my life. You understand? I, like I said, I learned and I grew a lot over there. The moon and you know, in a retrospect, you know, I could say that, that like, yo, I never like it one bit. But if I if I had the choice to do it again, I would. You know. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, so we are getting to a bit about um, music, but before that. I have to ask you, um, besides being an artist yourself, I see you have other pursuits. So um, like Ali Rockstone, even coming to work. Tell me a bit about, about those pursuits. Okay, so Link Ali, that's how we really started in music, you understand? We start from Link Ali, that the first group. It's actually my second group, but I want to start really take music serious. You understand? With family in Cali, me and my friends from Dan Griga. Phobe was me, Phobe, Cyrus, Durs, Weezy, and Decoy. That's we group. You understand? And we used to record in Brother David's Tribal Vibe Studio. You know? At the time, it's that 2009, 10, 11, 12. At that point in time, you know, God bless Brother David, he gave us the opportunity for me to record music, you know, anytime we want. You understand? We used to be in the studio throughout the course of the summer, day in, day out, from morning to night. Brother David gave us that luxury. We don't ever know big artists, we never got money like that. But Brother David was like, yo, I see what you guys doing. And I'd rather you guys be in the studio over here than on the streets. When I attend now, yeah, 16, 17, I don't know. 
that that age man straight away and start yeah, yeah, yeah. deal with things you understand brother david who that was legend in his own right you understand who is also a big belizean brockdown artist though you know he take queen uh you know four bases son who's also a part of rockstone as well you know he gave us that opportunity to record music and to express yourself creatively in a safe space you understand so i want to big up brother david for that so that the link start from link start out at brother david studio you understand how rockstone come about I was planning to release an album, I think now I'm in 2012, and the name of my album is supposed to be Rockstone. So when I'm in the record songs around that time, I used to say Rockstone in at the beginning. All of my songs are like Rockstone, but it's time to promote the project, you understand? It wasn't a thing. Also, a project me and name Rockstone, but my friends tell me, my friends start ask me, like people start asking me, Oh, what a Rockstone? I tell her, Yo, that a project. They say, Yo, I like the name, the name stick. You understand? So, I'm like, All right. So, we start calling music Rockstone music. You understand? So, we start referring to the music when we record at that point as, you know, we record Rockstone music. When somebody would ask me, Yo, what genre of music you do? And I'd be like, yo, Rockstone music, you understand? I would just run with it, you know, we're going to register the name and we start operate under Rockstone because we just love the name, everybody me love the name, you understand? So with Rockstone, all of my businesses, they're under Rockstone. You check it out. I have a, a freelance creative marketing, you understand? So they're under Rockstone too. I do merch. Merch, they're on a rockstone as well. Music, of course. Music, they're on a rockstone. Uh, everything I do, I do promotion. That they're on a rockstone as well. So, you know, the name, you know, like 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 the Casanova name, it just come out a thin ear and it stick. You mm -hmm. understand? And that's how good things yeah. like how good things come when you're not expecting. So and it definitely sticks. When I wear my um well last semester because we know go back on for this semester. When I wear my shirt, everybody like when it's come from with me, I like mm, let me show you the Instagram. Let me show you the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct, correct. Uh, yeah, and even when I let down, some people ask like what that mean. I'm like uh well I just know that it's this brand, this from this designer. Yeah. I, I definitely have more to work with uh, when I'm asked that question. <laughs> Um, no music, no. My intro to you was um, Raga You 2016 in Medefa Creme. So, of course, you know how that big zinc pen. Yeah. And in Medefa Creme, and I'm just like, shit, I really like this song. Like, shit, I identify with it so much. Um, what did you want us to take away from that song as an artist, us the listeners? Uh, well, just going back to the time I do that song. Lauren Hill, one of my favorite artists all the time. And Mr. Occasion, uh, Lauren Hill, uh, my favorite album. Ah. All the time. Right? Mm -hmm. So, I love that song. That thing. That thing. That thing. So, I start right to the beat. I like, yo. 
I love it so much that I make it, you understand? The words, I don't know where the words come from, you know, it's inspiration wise. But I remember while putting together the song, I'm going to tell, we record that song, my brother David, as well. Come back, come way, way back, my brother David. We record the song, my brother David. And I remember being in a studio, it was me, Phobia, and next Belizean artist, King Brock. All the way in a studio, and King Brock, they're like, yo, it's a big song. So I'm like, all right, I'll shoot a video for it. I shot the video myself, along with DJ Kyle, when I'm an ex-close friend. And, you know, the song start take off. You know, people start gravitate to the song just because of the words and the meaning. You understand? People love, people just love that positive energy. That some more young people, old people, middle-aged people could enjoy. And I pride myself in making music for, you know, different generations and different sets of people as well. So around that time, I'm just happy for that song where everybody me love and everybody me gravitate to. Well, the tune, definitely one of me. Early popular songs. A lot of people love it. A lot of people still love it to this day. So I tune a special. Including, including me, including me. You know, I have a whole playlist and I'm sure to talk my Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> um, YouTube. Sorry? I saw one on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's me. Um, the theme of of friendship and the fragility of friendship comes up a lot in your music um, from like punkyet freestyle to pretension. Wow, how important is, yeah. and what is your advice on friendship? You could repeat the, how important is friendship to you? And what is your advice on friendship to people in general? For me with friendship, I don't have a person where very, I consider myself to be like a loner. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like I rather be by, I don't have a person where I function at my highest level when I live by myself. You understand? But at the end of the day, I still value friends. I still value friendship because, you know, everybody need, you need people. You understand? People need people. You understand? We need good companionship. We need people to have a back. We need people to depend upon. And, and all of that. You understand? So, sometimes, I, in expressing how I feel about, how I personally feel about friendship and, you know, how important genuine friendship is to me in my songs, you know, that if you send a message out there to people like, yo, you know, it's important to have friends, it's important to have people, you know, close to it's important to have people you can depend on and everything, but you understand meaningless friendship, you know, worth it. It's not. You understand? So to me, 
that it's very important. The topic of friendship very important to me because you know I've been through a lot with friends and with families. Family, I lost a lot of friends. You know, especially over the past two years, past year and a half. I assure you that you know, for one, life is fragile. Two, you have to appreciate. You know your genuine friends, the people we have around you. And for three, you know, meaningless friendship, leave that alone because you don't really need it, man. To be honest with you, it's a waste of time. You don't need, you don't need, you don't need empty, you don't need empty vessels around you. You understand? You never, you never need that. You never need that. For me, that's the one thing that jump out of your music a lot. I think for like. You talk about friendship so much and I think and that it, it's always like okay this is a new takeaway this is such a relatable situation um and I want to to, to stay on this stream line because you you sing a song named Jagai that was from 2015 2016 and then now um right. you sing Heart Clean which is this just like amazing song and how much do you think you have grown as an individual between those two songs which address the same theme of friendship and then I'll ask something else. Man, I think I, I definitely grow a lot. You understand? I definitely grow a lot. We had clean, we had the lyrics come, the lyrics come from, like I said, I lost a, you know, a couple of friends over the past year, past year and a half. And heart clean basically, I mean, I pray. I mean, I pray like I ask God to protect my friends, the rest of my friends where I have, you understand, because we lose so much. I don't want to lose no more of my friends. I don't want to lose no more of my family. So I ask God, yo, Jaja, watch over me and my friends. You understand? Um, Jagai, you know, similar team as well. You understand? But it come from the same place. Come with the same intentions. Was drawn from the same inspiration, I could say. You know? From that time to now, it's more, it's far more meaningful now because with life experiences, I've been through way more now than I went through at that point in time. So the song, the lyrics, the words, everything, is more meaningful. It comes from a deeper place than back then. Back then, Jagari was a powerful song, yes, but also I consider it as an empty song empty because the words though it was very powerful words you know really never me i never me really me to tell my story at that time yeah you understand i just made a, i just made a sing song where i know people correlate to like people are correlate to this you understand but heart clean no heart clean i draw that from like that come from real personal experiences like yo i got through this so when I say love your life, money can't buy one, you know, bad energy out with me I hide from, things like that, like it come from like real place. So heart clean, I write that song effortlessly. God, the words just me today. The words just come. You understand? But like for Jagai, like that somewhere I'm put together. You understand? It was a real song as well, but the tiny, you know. I never really feel, I never got, I, I wasn't going through anything at that time, you understand? Mm -hmm. Like I was going through when I wrote Heart Clean. 
So that would have been the main difference. But the inspiration and the, you know, you know, everything was practically the same, but as an individual, totally a different person. Yeah. Well, it's important um, to mention, I know that Javis is featured in it. And I think there are teams very like personal to me because I'm a huge advocate for young men. And I think people always like misunderstand it as me defending, just defending anybody or everybody. And I've been called a pick me girl for that same reason. But it's not yeah. that I think young men have a very distinct experience and it needs to be validated. Um, and I thank you for bleeding all over the song because showing that sort of vulnerability and having that prayer um, is, is, is something that I give thanks for as a fan, but also as a human being who cares about the well-being of, of friendship and of young men and of people you grow up with. So I right. for, for that for that vulnerability. I think um, when I listen to like uh, DJ Perf and I listen to the to to the last the 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 world nova well not the world nova the world you rhythm <laughs> um, and I watched the storyline for that I thought that that was so it was such an important story to be told and I see the same energy in a in a this song this heart clean song so thank you for for sharing that with us it was a very personal experience I'm sure. Um, with, with the barrel to the end of the interview, and I wanted to also talk about um, going back to just lyrical content, because that's my favorite part yeah. as an artist. Um, of course, you're a lover of history, and we share the, the, Gar the Garinago culture. Um, do you think right. there's a balance of, of academia, but also academia and hist historical content, but also pop culture within your lyrics? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Like my entire writing process, I, sometimes I'm very hard by myself, you understand? I don't like to, I don't like put on mediocre or why I believe mediocre, mm -hmm. you understand? So certain times, well, most times, all the times, I, I try to challenge myself when I'm writing. You understand? Like you said, I'm a lover of history. So I draw, I love read too. So I draw inspiration from so many different places, so many different sources, you understand? Just so certain times so I put words together as well to check it out. I might not sound like a typical Belizean or a typical dancehall artist. I don't talk about accent, accent wise, but like just the way how I, how I put certain words together you understand? Because uh, somewhere I pay a lot of attention to, you know, I always want to be clear in the music. I want to be impressive as well. So that way I go from, I want to be clear and impressive. Clear in a sense, I want to understand where I come from. But when I hear where I say, I'll be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. You understand? So, you know, history and all of that. No, nah, play a major role. Everything play a major role. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's why I love your lyrics. Muted, muted. I was muted. <laughs> oh, one, I feel the freeze. 
no, 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 I was muted. Um, yeah, I, I think that the why I love your music so much because you're very intentional. As a writer myself, I think um, what I love is that you're intentional with the words you're saying. So that's A1, that's A1. All right, so that was the last question. So we're going to get fire okay. questions now. I hope, I hope my internet hold up um, because it'll give me trouble clearly. So we have 10 questions and we are answer that in a trial, try that in a like three to five minutes, right? If you're, you're ready? Ready. All right, great. Ready. Favorite book, Darren? Hard one. That, you hear me? Yeah, they hear you. You hear me? Yeah, they hear you. Man, favorite book, the hard one. Damn. All right, all right, all right. Man, favorite book. <laughs> I don't think I got a favorite. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I got a favorite book because every book now, my favorite. Every book <laughs> right. is a favorite of mine. You understand? Every book, when I read it, I dive straight into it and I enjoy the hell out of it. You understand? So right. I don't got one book in particular where I say, you know, but one of me go to book that um that I the, where I read them, I have a crazy impact on me. I think it was like um how to what's the name of the book? It was a, the orange book? The, um, oh, I know how, what you're talking how, about. How, yeah, 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 yeah. How how to? <laughs> how to unf yourself yeah how to unf yourself yes. i know that book i i haven't read that book i read about the book yeah. but i had gotten it i got two books when i was traveling it was it's got this it have this intense orange color i got it for someone else and then right. i got another one of mental right. health and stuff so yeah right that's it mark manson the subtle the subtle art of not giving a f yeah, you can say it. You can say it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> interview, I cost my interview, and I read out. I'm like, yo, yeah, but that <laughs> subtle art of not giving a fuck. I got an e, I got an ebook. Then they got yeah, they got unfuck yourself too. Yeah. So those two books are two books where you know it does talk about it addresses mental health and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Understand. Not directly, but, but you know, it, does. It, just, it just addresses like the, the way people, the way and why people make certain decisions. Yeah. And I stand like teach me by time with us the mind, fuck with oneself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what else have to do it? The battle starts with the mind. Uh, and you know, and you know, I wasn't going to ask you about your book, you know, it was because you I switched it up because you said you read a lot and but I had yeah. what is your favorite album which you answered already so that's why I switched all right. up <laughs> uh, all right so quickly favorite song of all time I know that probably hard to favorite, favorite song of all time mm -hmm. damn you have to be a um you have to be a Kanye West song a Kanye West I'm a dog I like say crazy but yeah I know I I love Kanye West too so yeah so you have be a Kanye song. I say, um, I say, um, 
You heard him say, nothing's ever promised tomorrow today. Only time like them is a hard away. Yeah. Heard him say, Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite from Hida, good morning. I used to listen to that a lot. As I get up in the morning, good morning is my favorite. Okay, so you're in the club. What drink is in your hand, Darren? Campari. <laughs> Campari. Not a fan. Watch out, acquired taste. Clearly, I I I'm a stout drinker, so I clearly know. But Campari that was too much for me. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So you're winding down for the day. What song is playing in the background? What song we playing at the background? Mm -hmm. I love my burner boy. You understand? Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll burn a boy or a whiskey to play right now because I love Essence from Whiskey and Thames. If you don't know that song, you don't know and you don't love music because that's the best song out right now. Essence and Thames. It is a good song. That entire album. Essence featuring Thames. No. <laughs> the entire album is a really No, no. But the song is Essence. Yeah, the song is called Essence. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Next year, we'll get a winner, Grammy. I hope so. I hope so. Um, you're an artist at, the, at a concert. What does your rider list look like? What is on your rider list? Uh, my, my rider? Yeah. All right. I need Campari. I need about three bottles of Campari. Disgusting. <laughs> I need some wings. Yeah. Campari and wings. Campari. <laughs> I didn't judge you or no. I just want to and so you know. <laughs> nah, but all right, that, that go back to Jamaica. Where I start, I never used to like Campari. I get to like Campari at Jamaica. Okay, okay, all right. But in a hundred nightclub, hundred who pro that I place name. Mm. I had a call and I was like, yo, I had a call. I don't want nothing that's gonna, you know, aggravate my, you know, true mm. move. So yeah, like try this Campari and Lime. And find out. You're set, you're set, you're hooked. All right, all right. Campari, Alime, wings. Okay. You're a designer, of course. So what is your go-to piece of clothing in your closet? Go-to piece of clothing. Wow. I'd have to say, all right, I got this nice pair of jeans where I like with a zip. So yeah, jeans. Jeans? All right, all right, all right. Go around with jeans. Yeah, jeans. I can't go around with jeans. I have a t-shirt, jeans, tennis shoe kind of girl. So definitely agree with you today. Um, who is your role model? Can you name them? Uh, I have a lot. You understand? But I mean, one of my role models would I definitely have to be my mom. You know, I'm a hard worker. You know, I got love for mother. So I have to say my mom. Have to agree there. Have to agree there. Um, where is your happy place? Oh, home. Home. Break up on this coach. <laughs> Break down. No, I went too far. Not into, not into crazy. I, I have to write right down. Oh. Um, what was the first song you recorded? Oh, we're back. The song near we're back. But I, I don't know where I was back from. <laughs> <laughs> when my first song was we're back. All right, all right. it. There ain't no stopping. If you got up, it's because of dropping it. Representing Dirty Dirty straight out of Harlem. Call him out. 
And final, final question, which I think I already know the answer to based on what we've spoken about. But are you an introvert or extrovert? Yeah. Or an introvert. <laughs> but then sometimes people, there are things with introverted people, right? Like, especially a person like me. I'm an introvert, but people expect me to be an extrovert. So when I come around with my introvertedness, they think I act special or stuck up. I don't act special. I don't shy. You understand? <laughs> I am introvert, but a lot of people don't know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I a person, if I'm comfortable around you, if I'm comfortable, you know, with my friends and my family, maybe I am extrovert, the extrovert then, because yeah. I'm comfortable. But with people that, like, with strangers, I'm, I'm an introvert. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally understand that. I think Jay-Z talked about that in an interview and I completely relate to that because people always expect me to be like the girl in the room. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I'd rather pick one spot and stay there. <laughs> and if people want that to be there, they call. But exactly. and, then, and even then, that just, I, that's why I don't do a lot that's of stuff in the other rooms. Correct, correct. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I totally get that. All right. That was the last of our fire questions. Final question as we close the interview. So of course, aside from friendship, okay. Um, and the, the some of the very aggressive lyrics that you have sometimes, you also talk a lot about success. What is your advice about success, not only to other artists, but young men that would identify with you? To me, I mean. I have this song where I work for and I say, ever get a youth want rich, ever get a youth want drive pens, ever get a youth want live a certain life, you understand? With us buying, you know, you know, the condition or the situation where we're buying, you know, but everybody, you know, why I know, you know, they want prosperity, they want upfulness. So success is a major thing to me, you understand, we come from humble beginnings. Like I said in the song, we're born ghetto youth, but we can't struggle out with life. You understand, we come from humble beginnings. So, you know, we don't want to live in a certain conditions and certain situations for all our life. We want happiness, we want peace. I want to live in a comfort, you know? So with addressing success, not us to inspire the youth, so inspire the younger people, where they come up just like me, will come up in a situation like me. I have to make them know that, yo, work for where you are. You understand? Nothing is not, not hard to forget if you work for it, check. You can achieve anything. It's some kind, kind of cliche. You understand? It's some very, very cliche in me saying this, but it's real. Yeah. You understand? Work hard. And it's very hard. Success is something that's very achievable for anybody. You know, don't get frustrated, man. Well, Darren, I want to thank you very much for taking time out on your birthday. I feel so special. <laughs> to sit with me and talk with me and be so open. Um, of course, you know, fangirl moment, but you shared with me that it, the feeling is mutual. So thank you. Thank you very much for taking time out, Darren. Well, thank you, Dee. And it was a pleasure. It was an honor, you know, to be on your podcast. You know, have me back soon. I will, I will, I will. So, um, I will. <laughs> All right, good. Get to you that are who I am. Been through the trial and the tribulations.
Run tell Satan, him a waste man No, you can't style your creation Rockstone with elevation Tell them, me band get to you But me can't struggle all my life No, me nah Make nothing near me buy what me want I me not to trust boy, me brother I know everybody are clean I know everybody wants to win